morning, everyone. If I could please have your attention, please turn your attention to our screens over here. We're going to be showing you a video this morning about our Mother's Day offering. It was sad, you know, because, like, I watched my family get on drugs, and, you know, we all kind of went downhill, and we went, like, days without eating, like, wore the same clothes every day, didn't know the next time we was going to be able to eat or anything. Like, we lived, like, six months without any electricity. My parents weren't, you know, able to take care of me because mom's addicted to drugs and alcohol and always in an abusive relationship. I'd have to go in, like, some stores and, you know, steal a little bit of food so I could eat. You're sleeping at the car and you're losing hope and your mom is sick and she kind of like dying in front of you. You lose the days and the days go by faster and faster and faster. So it's just like you lose hope and you give up on everything. When I came to TBCH, you know, they helped me out a lot, you know, like they gave me food, they gave me clothes, they gave me things I really needed. Well, it's better now because I don't have to, I don't have to worry about if I'm going to wake up to to be able to eat. Uh, I don't have to worry about transportation to school. They provided me with clothes, with shoes. They provided me with, with going to school on time every day. Clothing, shoes, sports, things you can't afford, they got you. I don't have to worry about coming home to like my dad or anybody being like really mean or aggressive and trying to hit me or talk down to me because they're always talking good to us. They got you and it's just amazing and they care about you a lot. It's more the love, you know, people actually love me. I feel like, you know, that I've got people telling me that I could do these things, that I can, I can actually do it now. It was, it was great. Like, I never really had nothing like that, you know. I would say that life will get better when you come here and these people here, they really care about you and they'll do anything in the world for you. They'll tell me that I have potential and I'll get somewhere in life. They love me, they respect me, and they trust me. I've done things that I've never known that I'd be able to do and I love them very much. I'm glad that they helped me. And like, they're more than just staff to me, they're my family and I love him a lot. And I just to thank Tennessee Baptist Church and Home for doing all these things, for helping out my mom. It's my home, I know that for sure. I'm doing good now because I'm here. I mean, they, they love me. Uh, came this morning and you were given a bulletin. Inside that bulletin uh, was some more information about the Tennessee 
uh, Baptist, Baptist Children's, Children's Home. Uh, there was an envelope, looked like this right here. Uh, when we take up our offering today, please, if you would like to give or give a special offering to the Tennessee Baptist Children's Home, please place it in those envelopes and place it in the offering plate, okay? There's more information regarding about if you want to write a check or something like that that can be found in your bulletin. All right, so we will take that up at our normal offering time here in just a little bit. But good morning. Welcome to Hillcrest Baptist Church today. I'd like to say happy Mother's Day to all of you mamas out there. I hope you have that you've had a great morning. I hope the kids got up and cooked you breakfast or somebody somebody's been nice to you this morning. Amen. Definitely something worthy of celebrating today. But I want to say happy Mother's Day to all you mamas out there today. If you are here and you are a visitor, this is your very first time at Hillcrest Baptist Church. I want you to know just how excited we are and thankful that you are, or thankful that we are, that you came to be in, uh, here and worship with us today. Please fill out a visitor's card. You can, you can fill this, this out, drop it in the offering plate. plate. They're, They're found, found in the back of every single one of these pews. Drop it in the offering plate when, 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 when it passes by. Or you can take it. We have a welcome room right over here in this hallway. At the end of the service, you can go in there, hand them your card. If you're a first-time visitor, there'll be someone in there to greet you, answer any questions that you may have. We also have a special gift just for you. Amen? So, right, if you would, let's stand and let's begin to sing and worship the Lord this morning. Shake their hand, hug their neck, let them know how excited you are for them to be here this morning. Fairer than day, and by faith we 
you, but I was fixing to get some happy feet there. Amen. Well, we're glad that you've come to Hillcrest Baptist Church, and uh, we are uh, going to uh, be preaching a message out of the book of Ruth. And uh, this is for all of our mothers. Uh, this is for our, all of our women today. This will be a message where I'll not beat you up. I'm going to encourage you. Amen. I don't know about you, but I say, of all the people that I know, mamas probably need some encouragement. Would you agree with that? Amen. Well, we're glad that you're here. We're fixing to take our offering. But before we do, 
There are still a few baby bottles left. This should not be. You need to get your baby bottle. You're filling it up with money. Folding money works well. Okay? But we're going to fill these up. going to bring them back. All of this money that we'll be taking will go to the uh, uh, Care Pregnancy Center that we partner with. They're doing a, a tremendous ministry there. We want to support that. Amen? So, baby bottles, they need to be gone by the end of the day. Also, very quickly, Vacation Bible School. We have just a few more of these yard signs. This should not be. You need to get your yard sign. If you already have one, pick one up, put it in your neighbor's yard, okay? But we need to get rid of them, all right? I, I was kidding about that, okay? I'll be getting called from the police department. Well, God's good. And He's good all the time. We're going to take our offering. We're going to get back to praising and worshiping our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but I am so glad that I've come to the house of the Lord this morning. But understand, not everybody's happy. There are some of our people that are going through some tough times. And we need to be very conscious of that. And we need in prayer for one another. Amen. Let's bow. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Lord, we thank you that this day has been set aside to honor our mothers. Thank you for our mamas. Lord, pray that you would just show yourself today. Oh Lord, we need your presence. There's somebody that's hurting today. Lord, would you just lift their burden? Lord, this offering that we'll be taking... Lord, we ask that you would just multiply it, that your kingdom's work can be further enhanced. Thank you for what you've done, and we're going to go ahead and thank you for what you're going to do. We pray all of this in the lovely name, the mighty name, the saving name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and all God's people say,
Thank you, Bridget. She do a great job. I'm definitely thankful for a mama who on Sunday mornings had to wrestle my tail up out of the bed like y'all did all y'all youngins this morning. Made me go to church, got me there in time for Sunday school and made sure I had my hair combed with a little swoop in the front and soaking wet. And, but amen. But she showed me what it meant to be a godly woman and a godly mother. I'll always be thankful for my mama. So if you would, stay in this morning.
God we serve. Amen.
trust in a lot of different things in this world uh, we put a lot of faith in ourselves maybe it's other people that we know maybe it's our church or our, our pastor but I've come to find out through my life he's all I need amen
Well, there ought to be some praise in the house this morning. He is worthy. He is worthy. And all the church says, Amen. 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 Thank you, choir. If you're not stirred up now, well, I don't know what to tell you. You're missing out. That's what I'm going to tell you. Do you understand he's worthy today? No, no, no. Apparently we do. Do you understand he is worthy today? All praise, all glory goes to him and him alone. Give him a good shout of praise right now. Thank you, Jesus. Well, if you have your Bibles this morning, and uh, before we uh, get into our message, I want to apologize to Brother Nathan. Brother Nathan was supposed to pray. And goofball Mike just forgot about it. So I pray that he will forgive me. Uh, I did not do that intentionally. Brother Nathan's a good man. But I like to say not only is he a good man, he's a godly man. And we uh, and his family, have been, they have been such a blessing to this church. And uh, Nathan, I'm sorry, brother. I, I just forgot. I saw my mom here and she got me all stirred up. That's, I'm blaming it on my mama today, okay? If you've not met my mom, she's here in the middle section. You be sure to greet her after the service. You be sure to tell her what a wonderful boy she has. <laughs> my brother's here as well. So distinguish. It's not Phil that you're talking about. It's Mike. Okay. I'm grateful my brother's here and uh, his son is here as well. So... It's uh, already been uh, a blessing to see them, and we're going to take her home, and we're going to feed her, and then I'm going to ask for some money. <laughs> if you have your Bibles this morning, I need you to turn to the book of Ruth. Now, Mama, don't think that I chose this text just because your name's Ruth. My, my, my mom's name is Ruth. But uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful story in the book of Ruth. You see grace. You see love. You see faithfulness. Uh, it's just a, a wonderful, wonderful story. You're going to find yourself in the third chapter of Ruth. We're just going to be looking at two verses this morning. Now, as you're getting uh, to the third chapter of Ruth... I'm going to have some help this morning. They say, well, Brother Mike, you need help every time you get up. I understand that. But I have Miss Page and Mr. David is going to come and help me. So if they had come to the platform, uh, they're going to be an illustration for us. I appreciate their willingness to, to be used. It's now when I go and uh, y'all go ahead and take your places. I'm barking our orders here. And uh, so now they're, they're, they, they didn't ask. They didn't, uh, they didn't say, well, what do you want us to do? They were just eager to be able to, to do something. And I, I appreciate their willingness. And, uh, but uh, you'll see here two, two different pictures, is it not? Miss Page here, she has her blanket. And do you have your little book? Go ahead and, and, and make yourself comfortable, okay? Just go ahead and curl up here. 
There you go. All right. David, you good? Caught anything? Okay. <laughs> this morning, I'm going to be preaching a message entitled, Looking for Rest. Looking for Rest. I've already alluded to it this morning that I believe if you did a, a, a survey of, of the uh, mamas in the house, what, what would be the one thing that you would like for Mother's Day? I dare say, rest. Ladies, do you agree? Amen. Now, we see Paige here. She's a picture of that some people, uh, some moms will say, what, what is your idea of rest? They'll say, well, just curling up with a good book and with my little security blanket on my couch. That's rest for me. Or she could be watching a Hallmark movie. <laughs> and it's probably a movie pertaining to Christmas. Hallmark plays Christmas movies year-round. Every time I go in, Donna's watching. It's, a, it's something about Christmas. It's middle of August, Donna. And here they are, snow, and they're singing, you know, and all that. But for some, that's rest. And so Paige is a picture that some would say, this is rest for me, just curling up and snuggling up to my book. Some would say, David's helping us with this, is, I just like to go fishing. Or as we say, where, Brother Rob, this is for the ladies today. <laughs> but hey, if you're feeling it, I mean, yeah. I'm from the country and we would say fishing. Now, David, I know he enjoys fishing. I noticed that at camp last year. Even though he fell in the lake, that's another story for another day. So we're asking, oh, what, what is your definition of rest? Some would say, just what Paige is doing. Others might say, David, just give me a fish. I don't care if I catch any fish. Just being out on the water gives me rest. We're here in the story. We're seeing that... Ruth is needing some rest. May I remind you that Ruth is now a widower. We understand that she's come up on hard times. We understand as you go through and hear the story of Ruth. Ruth is a picture that uh, she was uh, faithful even though her husband let her out and they went into Moab. Ruth is a Moabite. Ruth was a pagan Gentile girl. Now her husband brings her to a land. Her husband has now gone and she's having a tough time. She's looking for some rest. There's a mama here today. You're going through some tough times. Maybe you're here today and you've just recently lost your spouse. You're going through a difficult time. Maybe you're a single mom here today 
and you're working two jobs and uh, you are, uh, are trying to raise the three children and, and you're going through a difficult time and you just need some rest. Well, my dear sisters, I got good news for you today. You can find rest. And His name is Jesus Christ. So, y'all thought you was going to have to stay up here the whole time, didn't you? Y'all can go to your seats. Thank you. Give them a little applause there. Ruth chapter 3, look at verse number 1. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, said unto Ruth, My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee? Go ahead and underline that. Shall I not seek rest for thee? That it may be, here's another phrase you need to underline. That it may be well with thee. And now is not Boaz. We understand that Boaz showed grace to Ruth. He allowed her to go into his fields. And now the harvest is over. She can no longer go to the fields. The harvest is over. Ruth is in a bad spot. She's looking and she says, I'm got to take care of myself. Now I'm taking care of Naomi as well. Now understand the times in which we're talking about. Ruth could not go and uh, get her social security money. Ruth couldn't go and draw out of her husband's 401k. Ruth didn't have a pension plan. Ruth didn't have all the things that are available to our uh, ladies today. So she's in a bad spot. But then there's a man by the name of Boaz that's come into her life. And now Naomi is trying to play matchmaker. She has a love for Ruth and she wants Ruth to, to have that security that she no longer has. She no longer has a husband now. And now she is a Gentile living in a Jewish society. So she goes and she notices Boaz. And she's telling Ruth, she says, Now Ruth, uh, I'm going to see what I can do to be able to provide for you. And now is not Boaz of our kindred with whose uh, maiden thou was, behold, he withersome barley tonight and the, uh, the threshing floor. So uh, here we set the stage. Ruth and Naomi. Naomi is now uh, concerned about the well-being of Ruth and uh, she sees that there's a man by the name of Boaz. Now understand the context, understand what we're painting here. This is a beautiful picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, Boaz was going to be her, her rescuer. 
Boaz was going to be her security. See, Boaz was going to be what she had been looking for. Boaz was going to provide the rest that she needed. And my dear friends, moms especially, you need to know that your Boaz is not called Boaz, but he's called Jesus. And Jesus will provide your security. Jesus will provide for you. Jesus will take care of you. My dear friend, there are some women here today that just are looking for for rest and they need to understand there's one who can come rescue them and his name is Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. And so it goes on. Uh, But notice a number of things. First of all, notice the proposal for rest. We've already talked about it. Uh, Naomi has recognized the fact uh, that uh, uh, she's wanting to do uh, something uh, for Ruth. Ruth has been so good to her and has provided for her. There are many of our ladies here. Uh, You have uh, taken care of uh, elderly parents. And uh, you were glad to do it. You didn't have any problems with doing it. Uh, But let's just go ahead and be honest today. Uh, Taking care of elderly parents, when they have health problems that continue to compound, can be a, a difficult time, can it not? Some of you are here having to deal with that. Again, we talked to our single moms and it was not by choice that you're a single mom now. You have had a man in your life, but for whatever reason, he just left. Just walked away. You don't know why he walked away. He just walks away. He leaves a note or he gives you a text and say, Hey, by the way, I found somebody else. And we need to be very sensitive to those within our fellowship that are going through something. But we need to be very careful how we start judging folks before we get the whole story. Some of our ladies who were doing everything that they could, they were faithful, but for whatever reason, and I know the reason, so Satan working... They decided that the grass was greener on the other side. And they just walked away. And now here you are with babies to raise. You're working, having to work two jobs. And you just don't know how you're going to make it. May I encourage you this morning. There's one that will come to your aid. Your circumstances might not change but He will give you the strength to be able to do what you need to do. His name is Jesus. Jesus is all you need. We just sang that. And we sang it, but do we really mean that? Do we really mean that Jesus is all that I need? Maybe you're here today and uh, you're a widower and uh, it was unexpected. You weren't, uh, didn't know and uh, you found out that the financial house that you thought was in order is not in order and uh, he just didn't uh, see to some things and now here you are all alone by yourself and uh, the money's not there like you thought it might be there. I'm not saying that your circumstances would change. But Jesus Christ can sustain you and He can encourage you and He will help you during this time. So here there's a proposal. Uh, Notice here that uh, she is a pagan. Now understand here, uh, Ruth had a past. 
Every one of our ladies here this morning, you have a past. Some of us are not really thrilled about our past. And some of us, we have a past that if people really knew my past, they probably wouldn't want to be sitting beside me at a service at Hillcrest. May I encourage you, no no matter how uh, deep you got into sin, no matter how far you got away from the Lord Jesus Christ, you're just a prayer from being right there next to Him once again. You confessed your sins and uh, you repented of your sins. And my dear friend, Jesus no longer holds your past against you. Do you understand that, ladies? Because uh, here's what Satan is doing to you. He's putting you on the guilt trip. He's putting you in shame. He's telling you, oh, nobody would want to sit beside you. If they only knew what you've done, if they only knew what you really were back uh, before you met this Jesus. But I'm telling you, when you meet Jesus, all of that changes. Oh, glory to God. There's somebody, there's a woman here today, there's a mama here today that guilt has eaten you alive and you're hoping that nobody finds out about your life behalf. But I got good news for you. If you confess that sin, you repented of that sin and the Lord has forgiven you of that sin and it's not the Lord reminding you, it's Satan. And Satan wants to help you to understand he does not want you to go any further. You need to be set free this morning. Jesus Christ has forgiven you of your sin. And if He has set you free, you're free indeed. Mama, you need to know that. Single mom, you need to know that. There's a a woman here today that you have a child out of wedlock. And you know and you understand you made a mistake. But now you're having to deal with it. And thank God you didn't think that you need to go ahead and abort that baby, but you decided, I don't care what they'll have to say about me, but I have this child. I'm going to raise this child to the best I can. And I know I made a mistake. I've repented of that. I've told Jesus I'm sorry for that. If He has set you free, you're free indeed. Don't carry that burden any longer. And we have women after women that have guilt and shame and has burdened them and has caused them to be ineffective for the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to know you can be used of God no matter what your past. There's a woman that needed to hear that this morning. But we also see that Naomi, Ruth, she had a hope. She had a hope that somebody might come alongside her once again. But notice the word usage here. Uh, Naomi says this to her. He say, she says, where he says that it may, look in verse 1, that it may be well with thee. Translated, that means you need to have nothing but the best. Now I'm going to go ahead and start meddling now. There's a young lady here that is just not understanding why God hadn't sent you a man. And so you start taking matters in your own hands. 
You, you just, I need a man. Well, why do you need a man? It just make me feel complete. Well, let me go ahead and give you reality check here. Ain't no man going to make you complete. It just ain't going to happen. Matter of fact, men, there's no woman that's going to make you complete. Only the Lord Jesus Christ makes us complete. And so here, she, Naomi says oh, that you need to wait for the best. Listen to me. I don't care. You say, I'm starting to get old. And maybe it's just for me to be an old maid and all that. Listen to me. It will be worth the wait if you wait on the man that God has picked out for you. Don't rush it. Too many have rushed it because they thought and they believed that society, they thought that's what they needed. To that was going to make me happy. That's going to make me complete. And then you find out he's nothing but a lazy slob. Am I telling you the truth? You ladies, too many of you, not the ones that you got now, okay? Love you. <laughs> not the ones that you got now. Too many of our ladies have settled for less when they should have had the best if they had just waited on the Lord. Am I not telling you the truth this morning? If we say that we believe in Jesus Christ, if we believe that He's going to take care of my needs, don't you think if it's intended for you to marry that He will bring the one that you need to marry? I'm just telling you. And so here she, she's looking for rest and, and she knows that she needs... Uh, oh, and, and Naomi says, I, I got a man in, a man in mind. Uh, Boaz, she's thinking about Boaz. And Boaz, uh, he, he's, he's the one for her. But as we go on, look at Matthew chapter number 11, verse 28. You all are familiar with this passage. And in Matthew eleven twenty eight, it says, I will give you rest. That's Jesus talking. Jesus says he will give you rest. He didn't necessarily say that he's going to give you a man. He didn't necessarily say that uh, I'm going to take care of your financial woes. He did not say that he was going to go ahead and make sure you had a good pen. What he said is he will give you rest. When you come to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, He will give you rest. You will find contentment in Jesus. You will find peace in Jesus. You will find that He can supply all of your needs in Jesus. And so here, Ruth gives us a picture. She was a hard-working woman. Uh, she was taking care of herself and taking care of uh, Naomi. But then we also see as we go on... That, oh, that uh, the promise. Here, what's the promise? Well, she, there was a promise of hope. Uh, Naomi was giving her some hope. Oh, what, what do we mean by hope? Where, where we're talking about oh, that uh, he would be uh, this Boaz, that uh, he was going to be her hope that she had been looking for. Now, she seemed to be uh, satisfied with where she was at. We understand that. By the way, some of our ladies, uh, you're just not satisfied 
uh, not necessarily because you don't have the uh, uh, the man that you're looking for or uh, your your spouse that you've had for a number of years has gone on and, and you've kind of fumbled around you kind of lost that but uh, you you've kind of kind of accepted this is just what I'm going to have to deal with notice here that her rest didn't come when she found Boaz her rest came in hoping that there will be someone that will give her rest. That's what Jesus Christ does for us. He gives us hope, does he not? So, see, ladies, you need to understand this morning that you can have hope. You can have a blessed hope. You can have a lively hope. And his name is Jesus Christ. And when you take by faith, by faith, you just take him at his word, he'll give you hope. Now, I know that I might not be able to uh, get through this, but He will get me through it. He's going to sustain me. He's going to give me contentment in my life. He's going to give me a peace that surpasses all understanding. Notice here that many times over, He doesn't remove the circumstances from you, but He gives you the peace to be able to deal with the circumstances. And see, there's a lady here today that you just need to come to know that Jesus Christ can give you a peace and you can have a hope in Him that maybe He won't change my circumstances, but He sure can encourage me and He sure can give me a peace that surpasses all understanding and I can have a joy that's unspeakable. You just need to fall in love with Jesus. Just fall in love with Jesus. And may I remind you, Jesus will never fail you. Jesus will never leave you hanging. Jesus will not fulfill His covenant with you. If you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, may I remind you, you are secure forever. I, some of the ladies didn't hear that. Jesus Christ, when He comes into your life, will give you security that will last forever. You will have no need. You won't have to worry about what's going to come up around the next corner. You won't have to have any fears that I just don't know if I can make it. Uh, you can make it because Jesus Christ has promised you. He's promised you that you will make it. But then we go on and we see... That uh, she is a woman who has suffered pain. Many of our ladies here today have suffered pain or are suffering pain now. Pain for a child that has gone on. Pain of a broken marriage. Pain because of your health issues. Pain because... Everybody that you trusted in bailed on you. There's somebody here today that they're going through that pain. And moms, we want to be sensitive and we want to minister to you, but there's just so much we can do. And I'm not discounting that. But I can introduce you to someone that can meet your needs far better than we can. His name is Jesus. He can take that pain from you. 
He can mend your relationships. But you just got to trust in Jesus. But then we go on and we see that uh, in Hebrews chapter 13 verse number 5. We all know what that passage is. It talks about not to be covetous. And then it says that you can be content. Now understand a covenant that that word means that you have a strong desire for. See there's a lady here that you're you're covetous. You you have a strong desire for uh, that. I just just need somebody to love on me. I just need somebody to tell me it's going to be okay. I I just have a strong desire for that. And and, in every place that you've looked you're not finding it. It's like you're trying to wrap your arms but you're just wrapping empty air. But the Bible says here in Hebrews 13, 5, it says, here's how you can have contentment. Ladies, please listen to this. Here's how you can have contentment. No matter what you're going through, you can have contentment to know that He'll never, ever leave you. He'll never leave you. Oh, that that ought to set you free today. He will never leave you. May I remind you, ladies, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're going through, He will never, ever leave you. Oh, glory to His name. That's a promise for every one of us here today. No matter what we're doing, no matter what we're facing, no matter the trials, no matter the pain, no matter the heartaches, Jesus will never leave me. Oh, praise His name for that. That's what she needed most of all. She needed the Lord Jesus in her life. And then we continue to look at the story. We see that she had the desires of having a home. What is your definition of home? Now, ladies, I've done extensive research on womanhood. And I want you to know... Not puffing myself up. I've come to feel like I'm pretty much an expert now. I'm an expert on women. And if you believe that, (laughs) I have some property I like to sell you. But one thing I have found out, my daughter has helped me to realize this. Ever since Rebecca was a little bitty, well, she's still a little bitty, but I better not think she drives me around. I better shut up. She always wanted, what do you want to be? I want to be a pretty mommy. Yeah. Always, I I remember, she says, I always want to be a pretty mommy. And I think, She's achieved that. She does drive me around, so I'm going to be good to her. (laughs) But I thought about this. Isn't that pretty much every little girl's dream? I just want to be a pretty mommy with a handsome husband, little house with a picket fence, Going back to the days of Leave It to Beaver. Remember that show? <laughs> Where everything was perfect? Who comes to dinner in a suit and tie? 
But dad did, didn't he? And the house was always spotless. I'm thinking, this is not reality. But Ruth had that dream, don't you think? She's a woman. She's thinking, if I could just have a home again with children and all of that. But here's what we understand. However you view what, what makes a home, Ruth needed to understand that she already had a home. And that home was a place called heaven. In Revelation chapter 21, verse number 4, it talks about that home. It talks about a place where there will no longer be any pain. It talks about where they'll no longer have tears. It talks about a place where everything will be perfect. We understand that we will not have a perfect home down here. But one day, one day, we will have a perfect home. And it will be a home where there will be no more separation. There'll be a home there where we'll have security. And we know what Jesus promised us when He says, if you've been placed in my hand, no one can take you out of it. Oh, won't that be a glorious time when you get to your new home? By the way, ladies, you won't have to worry about matching colors. You won't have to worry about what the color of the drapes. You won't have to worry about what the carpet. Because everything in your new home will be absolutely perfect. Oh, what a day that will be when our Jesus we shall see. But then we go and we see that Boaz is a wonderful picture of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He was a man of grace. He was a man that showed his love towards Ruth. He didn't have to take her in. She's a Gentile. She's, from, she's a Moabite. But he took her in. And we see in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse number 8. Verse number 3, I'm sorry. Listen to what Jeremiah says here. It says, he's talking about the Lord. He says, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Isn't it good to know that there's one who loves you with an everlasting love? His name is Jesus. Many of you ladies have experienced love and loved has kind of kicked you in the gut. Someone told you that they loved you and they would love you even unto death. But you look around and they're gone. And I understand the pain that that suffers. And and I understand the struggles that present to you. But I'm here to encourage you today. There is a man who loves you with an everlasting love. His name is Jesus, the God-man. And but then he goes on in Jeremiah and he says, not only have a living everlasting love, but he says, 
uh, and tells us uh, that I have drawn thee. These are beautiful words. See, Jesus Christ loves you with an everlasting love. And because of His kindness, He has drawn you to Him. And this Jesus wants to hold you and to, to, to show you that He'll never leave you. There's a lady here today that just needs to feel the loving arms of Jesus wrapped around them. There's somebody here that just needs to know that somebody loved them and somebody cared enough that they were willing to die for their sin. They just needed some encouragement today that there's one, this Jesus, that will have an everlasting love and He will continue to bring comfort to you. In the middle of the night when no one else is around, you can cry out to Him and He will be there. He'll come alongside you. He'll, he'll walk where you walk. Ladies, I cannot fix your problem. I wish I could make uh, the, the marriage that went south uh, could patch it back up. I can't do that. I, I, I wish I could uh, take some of the pain that some of you are experiencing because of a child that's gone wayward or a, a, a son or a daughter that has told you that they don't have anything else to do with you and, and you don't even know where they're at today. I, I wish I could take that. I wish I could fix that. But I've come to understand... I can't fix anything, but I can tell you one who can. That's Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He can fix what you need to have fixed. And that's why I've come today to tell you on Mother's Day, don't you give up. Don't you back up. And don't you shut up for the cause of Jesus Christ. You continue to serve Him. You continue to praise Him. Because I'm telling you, there's going to be a day when you will hear this. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message has been for our moms. It's been to all of our ladies here today. But this invitation is for all of us. We need to recognize the fact that none of us can fix our messes, but He can. This invitation is for you, Mom. You've never trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You never have had a personal relationship with Him. This invitation is for you. Maybe you're here today and you're secure in your salvation. You have no problems with that, but you're just hurting today. Maybe you're here today and this is your first Mother's Day without your mom. And it's a very difficult day for you. Jesus can meet that need as well. Our invitation this morning is for all of us. If we need to have someone pray for us, just tap somebody on the shoulder and say, would you come pray with me? There's some ladies, some moms here that they just need some rest. They just need some encouragement. I mean, they've been beaten on and, and, and they've been beaten on and, 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 and they're, just, they're just tired. And they just need somebody to pray with them. This is what we're going to do in our invitation.
Whatever your need is today, Jesus can take care of that need. 